Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. Good evening and welcome to the Brothers Comics Game of Thrones uh, recap. This is Season 7, Episode 4, and uh, this is Beavis. I mean, I've had I've had given myself titles, different titles every week, but it's just Beavis this week, no titles, because I am fully ready to bend the knee to, da- to Daenerys, and uh, <laughs> she can... She could call me whatever she wants to call me. So uh, with me on the phone, uh, we have the female perspective. Say hello, female perspective. I drink and I know things. <laughs> and, and the habitual line stuffer himself, Big Hutch, say what's up. Say all the way to drink <laughs> So usually we go through sort of like, uh, you know, we try and save the best for last and work through sort of how the episode played out. But uh, I think we have to break from protocol this week. And uh, I think this is a great follow-on. If you were listening to the podcast in succession where we were arguing about what exactly is a 10 episode, uh, I think that's going to be put to the test this week. And the the this was the shortest episode I think they've ever had. But, uh, and there was, you know, a lot of filler, but a huge, huge payoff. Uh, uh, I, my, my first text out to the crowd was, holy shit, and female <laughs> perspectives. How would you put out a holy shit ever, 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 ever? <laughs> and female perspective, I believe yours was, that shit was awesome or something? Yes, that is correct. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I one of my favorite episodes up to this point is the Hard Home episode where we really get to see uh, what the White Walkers and the Night King are all about for the first time. And we have a long extended battle sequence where they get to use their powers. And I, I think that's one of the best episodes of the series. And, and now, even though we've seen like... Um, you know, we've seen the Dothraki taking care of business. We've seen the dragons breathing fire. We finally get to see what the Dothraki and the dragons are capable of, and that shit was awesome, I believe. That was awesome, especially working together. I mean, and as, as you know from my previous podcast, I've been saying this is what she needed to do from the get-go. Forget all that strategizing and, you know, because you saw what happened when she tried to do it that way. So yep. had she just done this from the beginning, it, she could have avoided a lot of the other crap they, you know, had to go through. So, yeah, this is great. 
Big Hutch. Um, I was I was tangling last week. This one took it to a whole nother level. Whereas I got the shit standing in the background right now. <laughs> I, I mean, I got to see the shit again. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was like so. Yeah, the the setup was great, as you see. Like, you know, the Lannisters have made all these tactical. You know, adva- they have the tactical advantage now. They've they've got the gold. I think the the one you know the one the one thing that Cersei still does get is you know they say they make the the gold inside the inside the keep or whatever. So the gold got away. Everything else Daenerys took. Uh, and so as the, you know, they've got their little. So What's you that? think um, they did get the gold to Cersei? I think that's what they said, like, right before uh, everything went to hell on them. Um, they were still trying to get all the food and everything else, but they said the gold was inside the castle. Uh, if not, then then this gets really interesting. But, yes, yeah. you have this, this army that's, you know, they just sort of walk through the Tyrells. They're feeling good about themselves. And, you know, we Bron, we had a glimpse of him last week. He gets the talk. He's still kind of looking for his payoff, still the, the, the quintessential, mer- quintessential mercenary. But he hears, like, you know, a sound that has not been heard on Westeros in a lot, in, you know, ever is the Dothraki horde. And, uh-huh. you know, they're just about ready to run from that when up over the rising comes, <laughs> you know, as they say, you're a dragon, be a dragon. And she was a dragon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, what a drag! <laughs> Tell me about it. That was great. Yeah, um, yeah. That that's what I've been, you know, wanting her to do from the beginning, and she finally did it. <laughs> now, why one and not three? Well, she only, they only have one dragon rider at this point. Oh, they need, so, they need the what? Well, the dragons can't just follow her. You would think, yeah, but I think that's I, that's that's got to be the reason is that they don't have you know that she's the only one that can command it because she still like tells her when to breathe fire with oh, her yeah, little so. Drakkar. So she yeah, I mean, fire. And, yeah, you're right. She she does give it commands. But didn't they bake some sheep while she was away? Was there a scene where there were some sheep that looked well done or at least the bones? Oh yeah, yeah they were. They were I think the uh, I think the issue is they burn everything they encounter if they if they don't have somebody telling what to do. That's uh, look. This is like they have to make up something so the story drags out. Because if it was just the dragons to go seek out her enemies, then you know there's they don't need season eight. You know they could wrap this up real quick. <laughs> Okay, yeah, for TV expediency, <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, there's a, there's a, within the battle, you know, there's a few interesting things for me. Uh, one is, you know, you have Bron is, he's still looking for his payoff, like I said, but he, you know, he's the first one to be like, hey, we should get out of here. That's even before the dragon appears. And then, you know, after they get first contact and he loses gold, Mm -hmm. you know, interesting that he doesn't run off at that point. I mean, to some degree, he's fighting for his life, but he is still like, you know, he's still fighting to win. And he's the one that gets to the the scorpion to to get the first blood on the dragon. I mean, that was Uh that was sort of, 
you know, that was an interesting progression for me to see him go from we should get out of here to like, well, if we're here, let's go ahead and win this. Right, and he was manning that by himself. That takes a lot. That yeah. thing is huge. Yeah. That thing is absolutely huge, and he was doing that by himself. So, yeah, yeah. he was he was all in. <laughs> but I guess he didn't have a choice, but, yeah. Track <laughs> fear the hell of the <laughs> Yeah, and isn't I. Isn't that your boy? Isn't that, that one of your favorite characters? Me? Yeah. Yeah, he's all right. But as, uh, it's funny though. As we were watching there, I'm like, yeah, he could die. You know, it's like yeah. like you 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 bet on like whoever had the strength all the way and primarily for money. If this is the end of your story, you could die. I'd be all right with that. But you know, they <laughs> they were saying like in the end credits like. This is one of the first time they've had like main characters squared off with main characters, right. and it's kind of hard yeah. to figure out who you want to win. Yeah, that's true. Or that's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. Now, what I couldn't tell, but I have to assume there's only like him or uh, Dickon would be the, the the ones that saved Jamie, and I don't know if that was Bron still, you know, looking out for his boy or what. It wasn't clear to me who actually saved yeah, Jamie. Yeah, it wasn't at the end. clear. I think it was him. But I can't, I couldn't really tell who did push him out of the way. Could you tell her? I could not tell. It might be that. It might be that. Uh, I Dickens. Don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Just you know, asses. Oh yeah. Well, in, yeah. Out. yeah. They kind of painted him like he didn't have much of a sack. So I'm kind of thinking he would have had to step way up to get anywhere close to a dragon. Uh-huh. And then you know Jamie like. For you know, for everybody that's waiting for Jamie to redeem himself, he is all Lannister all the time, man. Yeah, uh, he is. He's still quite loyal to to you know that Lannister name and and fighting for Cersei. So yep. you know, just when you think he might turn on her or might just say fuck all this, um, he's still he's still fighting it. He's still yep. fighting the fight. But but did you notice that at the beginning of the show? He was still lightweight stunned by the, the uh, Queen of Thorns. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he was pissed yeah. off. And, yeah. and um, his uh, buddy commented on it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like you just got all this gold and everything. Why are you still pissed off? But, yeah. <laughs> and then he even mentioned that Lady Tyrell probably said something before she died to piss yeah. off when she did it. So, Yeah. <laughs> Now, the other interesting thing was to watch Tyrion. You know, so Tyrion, uh, he kind of had to, you know, he finally gets the repercussions of all his plans falling in on himself, you know, because now, just like we've been talking about the last couple of weeks, is, you know, whose side is he on? Daenerys right. is starting to think that, too. And, and so, and you could see him, you know, obviously that didn't sit well, but as he's watching his brother, you know, which we had talked about last week, he, you know, in his mind, he was done with. You know, he's. You can see the sort of blood ties are still there. Right. Yeah. And and that was an interesting scene where you could see how he was like, especially when he knew that Jamie was getting ready to go for the arrow and try to go after, you know, her with the dragon. He was like, "Don't do it. Don't do it. You're an idiot. Don't do it." Yep. So yeah, I mean, he still has that loyalty there. So yeah, I mean. You don't know. That's blood, yeah. Mhm. I, I also have to call bullshit. Uh, him left-handed fighting, 
the off the Dothraki yeah. lord. Yeah, so I don't buy that. And he was doing a damn good job there, flying <laughs> off the horse. Yeah, that that was some bullshit. The Dothraki <laughs> like rolling up on the on the shield wall, hopping in the saddles, flying off. That that was awesome. I mean, yeah. for to some extent, we've heard a lot about them too, um, but you know, we haven't seen them do a whole lot, not like this before either. That was just. Yeah, I mean, for they spent this entire season sort of putting her at a disadvantage, and uh, she still does have a horde and three dragons, even if she can right. only ride one of them. Absolutely, absolutely. And, I, you know, um, I'm thinking about, like, what we mentioned um, in the last podcast about that three-headed dragon, how the other two are going to factor in. Maybe John is going to be able to, you know, ride one and maybe. I don't know, Tyrion the other. Whoever, yeah. whoever that other third hand is of the dragon. So, I mean, that that might factor into all this before it's been done. But, yeah. Yeah, I was waiting to see John have a meaningful interaction with the dragons. Like, for them to, you know, some corny way for them to figure out that he's a Targaryen or whatever. You know, I could yeah. see that. But uh, it's not yet, I guess. It's to come to life. So, yeah, they... I'm assuming there's going to be something like that that happens. Right. So what did you guys think about um, John and and Daenerys and them sort of lightweight starting to tease the attraction in their secret little cave with the dragon's Uh, tomb out? Yeah, because for a minute, I was like, wait a minute, they get ready to kiss? (laughs) But, yeah, there was an attraction there. and uh, I, I thought it was cool when um, he was showing her, you know, all the dragon glass and all that. Uh, and then also she still wanted him to, <laughs> to bend the knee. So. Yeah. <laughs> and he was still fighting that. So, yeah. But um, that, that relationship is interesting, you know, to watch develop. And when, 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 what about the, uh, hey, I'm your niece or nephew. Or oh, nephew. yeah, that part. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that will come out eventually. They're about to have a Luke and Leia moment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Now, I, I thought it was interesting to see him give her the same advice as far as, like, she wanted to be a dragon. He's like, yeah, yeah, you could do that, but, you know, that's you're, you won't be different. And, you know, for it, she's you know she's heard this advice from Tyrion and others before, but she's starting to not trust them. And so right. she turns to John, like out of the blue, and he basically tells her the same thing. Like, yeah, you could do that, but, you know, other people have done that before, and, you know, that's, and that that's led us to it. this point. Mm-hmm. That was some TV bullshit, too. <laughs> <laughs> <Some> <laughs> right. <laughs> so I guess the other the – other, uh, the other business was largely with the Starks, and I was sitting there like, uh, for as much as like we've all been waiting for the big reunion, it was miserable. And I guess that's just what I guess just being a Stark is miserable. That's sort of what I decided. Like, <laughs> yeah, because they they've been through a whole. Everybody on the show has been through a lot of crap. Yeah, but that family has really been through a yeah. lot of crap. So, I mean, they they basically had a kind of miserable existence up until this point. Right. Um, I, did a, I did a little article about the stars, and if I could equate the stars to a modern fan and make it candid, 
But then, like, he's with Bran, and Bran, he's like, hey, Bran, here's this dagger. And he's like, so? I just got right at one hoe. You can get you can get to step in two, hoe. He throws him out, too. Like, so I guess Arya is, like, his next. I mean, now he's like, I gave you that knife, and she'd she probably stab him with it. So. <laughs> of John choking people, fucking Theon has to get shit on again. Like, <laughs> yeah, he does. Dying. I don't think you can say uh, shit without Theon. Yeah. But, like, what does he do? Like, hey, good to see you. Yeah, you fucking burned my house. Uh, you know, you. We, everyone thought you killed my siblings. You let Ramsey Bolton loose. Yeah, that wasn't... That was not a joyous reunion. No, not at all. I thought he was, I thought he was uh, you know, going to be doing something. Mm-hmm. He, yeah. he felt his knees doing something. <laughs> he didn't have a side to jump over at that point either, so he couldn't <laughs> even get his finishing move. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> he had to step up and pay some music, but yeah. <laughs> uh, mm. I was thinking so, that's <laughs> got to talk about the producer's favorite character because she was on again oh. so she in her little arc she comes back and this was kind of weird too like Arya gets back everybody's like so who are you we don't know you you need to get the fuck out of here and then like she finally gets in she has her awkward reunion with her sister and her brother and then she fights uh lady brianne which if you you know if you recall she's like you know, she makes reference to the hound, and Brienne did, in fact, kick the hound's ass and mortally wound him, although he's back. Uh, we haven't seen him for a few episodes, but he is back. So they have a pretty good fight. And, uh, you know, the first few passes, I think, you know, Arya's style is completely, you know, not what Brienne's used to, but by the end of it, you know, they're pretty much going toe-to-toe. And right. so part of that was for Sansa to say, hey, look, uh, yeah, I really do have a, a list of people that I'm going to kill. And I actually have killed most of them. And Littlefinger's uh-huh. like, all right, sweet, here we go. Another part of my plan. I'm like, what is this guy doing? He's this this plays to his hand, too? I don't know. That guy's got it all <laughs> uh, Yeah, Yeah, that was a great scene. And, and you, got, you actually got to see a lot of her skills as a fighter. And even Sansa, you know, I think was alarmed at how good she was. comparison 
because last week was the significant events without the conflict, without the big battle. And this week was the exact opposite. Um, Uh, So what do we got this week? This week for me, I'm going to say it's 10, because I I finally got to see what I've been wanting to see for quite some time. I wanted to see Daenerys really exert her power with those dragons and her army and all that, and I finally got to see that. So that that gets a 10 for me. That's what I've been waiting for. That's what I've been wanting her to do from the beginning. So, yes, I was all in with that. Big Hutch? Hey, I was, like I said, I, I gave last week's episode an 11. And <laughs> this episode was like, okay, I expect some filler. You know, in both the first 30-some minutes was filler. You know, after the battle, I had no idea what I was going to see in the last 20 minutes. And when I saw that shit, I mean, fuck. I mean, it's, I mean, it's a 12, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> So Big Hutch busts the busted scale with a 12. Yeah, I mean, I, what you said that last 20 minutes, I was sitting there, like, my heart was pounding. Like, I was like, oh, don't let this dragon get killed. Don't let Daenerys. I mean, what is it going to be like if Daenerys dies in the middle of this battle they just won? Because at first, when he shot the arrow, I thought, because Hutch said it went in his mouth, and I was like, oh, God, they're going to kill this dragon. Please don't do it. But I saw that the arrow hit his wing. And at the yep. end, you saw that she was trying to pull it out of his wing, and that's when Jamie was getting ready to charge her. But, yeah, I'm so glad the dragon survived. At least it looks like the dragon survived, so I'm all for that. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking, like, you know, did you know, was it unfair to give last week a 10? And I think that, you know, give you, you also mentioned Big Hush Filler. I think, you know, half the episode was kind of ho-hum. Half was, you know, one of the best halves of the show that, that has been on. So I, I can give it a ten comfortably without feeling like I've I've got to change the scale. But that that was a great episode. That's, I'm using metric system. So, so you used to have thirteen, fourteen, and fifteen. I guess yeah. for the list. Yeah, that's correct. So what's the top of your scale since you already had a scale? I hope, I have, I hope we haven't reached it yet. All right. So who uh, who lost the episode? Yeah, that's true. He's 
That's true. Okay, I'll say it then. Yeah, because the Lannisters got some offense in. I mean, Jamie Jamie was staring the queen down with, uh, right. with the, the barrel of the land. Yeah, he was about to. Yeah, he was about to try. I guess he almost gave it up. Almost gave it up. He, yeah. Well, he well actually did he? <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, that he was last time I checked, he got killed. <laughs> so. I, funny, I don't he, see him going out like that. We he got knocked. He got knocked right off the bank of the river, and he sunk like he fell in the marinara trench or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> like that was like three feet deep water. What are you still sinking for? Stand up, bitch! Get out of the water. He, he, he was doing his jack on the side. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who won the episode? I love the marriage, of course. <laughs> yep. she, she finally yep. showed us what, what she's made of. So, yeah. Yep. I'm like, yeah, Daenerys all the way. That's a, well, when I say team Lannister, does that also include Terry? Yeah. Right, yeah, he's a Lannister. Right, because this, so this plan just got, you've been kicked off the uh, off the plan team. Uh, what? Uh, yeah, I, I've been saying that from the beginning that, yeah, all that I agree because now she's, you know, they basically decimated um, the Lannister army, and so mm-hmm. they they gave up Casterly Rock to get the army out of there. But now that army's been decimated. They have right. bought off the um, if they got the gold, then they bought off their debts, and they can get the Golden Company. Now I think the Golden Company is actually uh, the dude that uh, Nario Deharis, who Khaleesi was banging. Uh, back in Essos, I think he's like leader of the Golden Company, so that will be interesting. Uh, oh. If 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 they actually get hired, or he was them, or the Second Sons, or whatever, he was one of those mercenaries. So that would be a way for him to come back into the story. Um, but who knows? Yeah, but so they've lost their sort of field army. They've lost. They you know they they probably lost all the supplies they were hoping to get from the Tyrells. Um, and now it's sort of everything is they have is back in King's Landing. We're sort of back kind of where we started. So, um, you know, I, I wonder, I mean, it's starting to show them in the previews. Uh, I don't know if we'll get how much White Walkers do we get in this season is the big question for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm assuming they're going to have to show them here shortly. Um, yeah. This is what all this has been building up to, so. Yeah, I'm assuming they're they're gonna make an appearance here shortly. I don't I don't think they showed them in the episode next week, did they? In the preview, I don't think they showed any of the White Walkers. So I think they they talk again. Well, maybe it was in the recap, but they talk about somebody had a vision of them moving past like Eastport, which is the easternmost um, keep on the wall. Um, and there was also I saw something where in the pre in the uh, credits they show like 
the water around the wall is frozen now, so they could presumably yeah. just walk over the ice. Did you see that? that? I've heard that's another fan theory, that they're just going to walk past the wall because the ocean is frozen over. They, right. They don't, I mean, all they have to do is walk past it, and that's how they're going to get in. Right. So, I, so you know, I... They said that was, they featured that in the opening. You know how they showed the little areas and stuff? That they showed yeah. that the ocean was frozen over, and that was yeah. the clue. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's interesting. All right. Well, did we, I don't think we missed anything. The, the main thing was the, you know, the big battle. Did we forget anything? I'm trying to think. I don't think we, um... I don't think we missed anything for the most part. What about you, Hutch? Uh, I think we hit all the bases. I mean, all right. we didn't hit all the bases, but, but we know who won the game. <laughs> 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 so, we didn't have to hit all the bases because somebody got run-ruled by a dragon. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> all right. Uh, Big Hutch, are you aware of any Brothers Comics business that we need to mention? Um, I don't think we have any business I can think of, no. I think on, I know this week we're going to try and uh, do some more X-Men stories. We're traveling to Genosha, which is the uh, the stand-in for Apartheid in the Marvel comic universe. So I think that'll be interesting. Oh. Yeah, that will be interesting. So, um, well, let's go ahead and sign off. Uh, female Perspective. Winter is here. Adios from the female perspective. And that episode was the shit. <laughs> Big Hutch. Danny, you got your rid of that gold hand so you can float. Ready to go. And this is whatever kind of Beavis Daenerys wants to refer to me as. Uh, and we will catch you next week for episode five. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.